Oh man, welcome to your dad me a hello. I'm very excited to be here. We're going back to our high school days, guys. It's mm. time for oh, God. new Can metal. We not? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, no, for real though. Every song on this list and every song I was listening to in preparing for this list uh, was like ninth to twelfth grade for me. So mm-hmm. yeah, um, I mean that was some good music days. That was what 1998 to like 2002 for me. That was like a change of music for me. But how are you guys feeling this week? I'm excited. I like music episodes, being a musician myself. And uh, this is, um, yeah, humble brag. This is a weird time in music. It's a very specific time. You know, this isn't a decade. This isn't the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s. This is this is a, a weird, um, I don't know why that you're pointing that out. It's yeah, be uh, this is a this this is a very uh, compact, strange time in music, from the late '90s to the early 2000s, when things got weird. It really was like I feel like music isn't this way anymore. I just feel like there's music everywhere. But in the it, it, at that time, like there was like what boy bands and mm-hmm. girl bands and or, or pop groups, and then there was like Lincoln Park and new metal, and and then there was like yeah you know radio rock like Nickelback was coming out and, and all those. And then you had like boys, like boys to men was still holding on. I think they had an album in like 01, 02. So you still had your R and B nineties R and B. One of the best Latin genres. Of coming music. Out of nowhere. Yeah. You had what? Lat- like Latin pop as well. Oh yeah. Yeah. Ricky Martin. Uh, yeah, Ricky Martin. Ricky. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah. I totally missed what you said. Um, It was, yeah, it was an interesting time. I think. I think it's different because we're older now, so we think that a lot of the music just stinks. Um, at least me personally, I do. Mm. I, and that includes our stuff too, uh, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Actually, you know, I don't know if I agree, but what I what I what I find is the main difference is when I was growing up, you would buy an album, like you would listen to the album from start to finish. True. And now I have Spotify playlists where I know one song from nine hundred mm. people, and mm-hmm. I don't know any of their other stuff. So like. Literally, I have Spotify playlist called Discover Indie, and it's like probably like 100, 200 artists deep. And I have one song from each of them, and I've never heard any of their other stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, the I streaming usually... era has made things uh, much different when it comes to music yeah. selection, for sure. I, I mean, we're talking about the streaming era, like the, the start of the streaming era where it was the illegal streaming, Napster, mm-hmm. LimeWire kazaa things like that where i mesh everyone uh, used yeah, i mesh where it would take you two days to <laughs> that download. sounds like a problem a lawyer is gonna help me fix <laughs> it would take you two days to download the newest lincoln park song and then it wasn't them whatsoever yeah. and it was more than likely a virus like shut your com- your computer down and you got yelled at by your mom <laughs> and your stepdad and you weren't allowed on the computer for a couple of weeks yeah never happened to me 
uh just a friend that happened to yeah (laughs) so the best thing is at cranston east high school i was in the uh computer lab for four years i I was i took computer classes i helped out there like i loved being in the computer lab and sometimes people would somehow be able to uh download uh limewire on some of the computers and so you'd be downloading songs and stuff or trying to you know and you'd come back a couple classes later And uh, so the best part is you'd be waiting for this one song to download and then you would hit play and it would be like moans and noises in the background. <laughs> so you'd go to play it and you'd be like, ah, you know, and you'd be like, that's not like in part. Thanks, thanks for the, 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 <laughs> the example. Ah. Uh, and then like the, the best part is like it would it, even better is when it was like a song like Linkin Park in the end. And it is, but it's sung by some local band that yeah. just wanted to throw their own stuff on there. So, uh, rarely I, and occasionally I would find a, a, an actual local band I liked because of accidentally downloading them on I, uh, LimeWire. Th- there was a song on LimeWire called Blood in My Eyes. And the way the description read, it said like Linkin Park, Sum 41, um, and a bunch of other bands. And it was like, oh, this big collaboration. And it was an awesome song, but it was none of those people. It was some uh, you know, indie group. And like I still, I don't remember who did it. And I always Google like who sang this song. I can't find it anywhere, but people did say, Oh, this is so-and-so and totally not them. But I was like, man, that song probably got millions of downloads hmm. for falsifying information, but it was still a good song. So. These, these uh, kids these days don't know the struggles of trying to find that one song to download. Cause now they all have the Spotify. <laughs> yes. But hey, we're here. Uh, we're talking about, uh, again, a genre of music that I think uh, made its debut somewhere in our uh, high school days, right? Uh, it was a subgenre of alternative metal uh, that combined kind of heavy metal music uh, with other elements of music, kind of like hip hop or funk or grunge. Um, they drew influences from many different styles. Um, and so a lot of different bands made it into the new metal genre without actually being a new metal band. Uh, and then others were just straight up new metal most of the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have bands like Corn, uh, Limp Biscuit, Lincoln Park, Papa Roach that we're going to talk about today, POD. Um, and, and then there's others where they just might have a song that was considered new metal, even Disturbed uh, makes um, uh, an appearance on our list today, but I would not yep. consider them to be a new metal band. Um, but yeah, so we're going to talk a little bit about that today. Uh, so if you're familiar with the new metal genre, uh, then you'll be happy to, to hear most of these songs today. If you're not, uh, you probably do know most of these songs. We tried to stick with radio friendly songs and not just songs that we knew. Um, and so that's why you'll see songs maybe like Linkin Park's uh, radio friendly hit rather than some of our favorite Linkin Park songs that no one's ever heard. The Deep Cuts. Deep Cuts. Deep cuts. Deep cuts. Yeah, we generally try to stay away from Deep Cuts uh, on this show because... Um, only the three of us would know what we're talking about. (laughs) And what's the problem with that? I mean, most of the time that's probably true anyway. Yeah, Yeah, this is ranting about something weird. Our show. The kids are googling. (laughs) Well, hey, (laughs) we're gonna start strong. Uh, Andy and Mike (laughs) have not seen this list at all, and I've decided not to show uh, the list as a whole. I just want them to be disappointed every time uh, a bracket comes up. Uh, and so this is the first one. We've got Hoobastanks, Crawling in the Dark versus P.O.D.'s Boom. Uh, Crawling in the Dark, Hoobastank 2001 uh, versus uh, Boom's P.O.D. that came out uh, the, the following year, 2002. 
I gotta go with the Hoobersteg. <laughs> this is uh, I don't know. I, I, it's actually pretty I'm tough. I'm a POD fan, but Hoobastank yeah. was my first concert ever. I saw Hoobastank at uh, Lupo's uh, when it was right next to the Met, uh, and it was Hoobastank and Green Wheel, uh, which was an amazing show. Um, so Green Wheel, man, you got to look them up. They, they, their first album. Uh, Breathe was their song. Melissa Etheridge actually covered it and made it more popular, and I hated her for it. Um, but <laughs> yeah, because she's I'm gonna go, I know I'm gonna go with Crawling in the Dark. Okay, I would, I think I would have chosen the same. Um, yeah, really good. Song. Uh, for anyone who doesn't remember, Boom is the boom, here comes the boom, ready or, ready not. or not. Uh, here comes the boy from the south. <laughs> the way I sing it now to the kids, they hate it. So it was in a movie called Here Comes the Boom with uh, Kevin Smith, I think it was, uh, which is a great movie, by the way, family movie. And um, But in it, I, they, they have this song, and I'm always like, boom, here comes the boom, ready or not. Here comes those boys from the south. And uh, the kids hate it. So. Yeah. This, um, it's, but yeah. It's not my favorite POD song, but it definitely was very popular. Super popular. Uh, what is your favorite POD song, then? Um, is oh, it Youth of well, the Nation? Youth of the Nation is probably my favorite song. Which didn't um, make this list. Mine's Southtown. That's Southtown's pretty good. Too. So Southtown's I I know the I know the timing is 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 not great, but uh, Youth of the Nation was about a school shooting. If I'm I'm not if I'm not wrong, um, I feel like mm -hmm. between '99, which Columbine I think it was '98 or '99, it was like a slew of of high school shooting songs. Like it was that one. Flyleaf mm -hmm. had another one. Cassie, I think it was called. Um. And so I don't, I don't know why that was so popular to yeah. do, but they, they made it. And, and you just had it. Youth of the Nation, the only thing I don't like about that is that we are, we are Youth of the Nation. They say that 150 yep. million times throughout the song. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I think, you know, I, it was relevant then. You know, it was kind of like a shock. Sadly, it's still thing. relevant now. I guess, yeah. So. Nothing's changed, unfortunately. Yeah. These past couple of weeks. Since, um, <laughs> I feel like Debbie Downer. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, let's I, start talking I, about the music again. I didn't know if we should even. <laughs> like, I wanted to mention something, but it's just I'd rather stand. Hey, we're here. You might as well, right? We're here. I mean, it's just it's it's sad. There's nothing. There's nothing really you can say. Um, yeah. You know, politicians just need to uh, step their game up and make some changes. And mm -hmm. that's, that's all we can say. Yeah. Um, well, I agree. But yeah, it's super sad and. A lot of a lot of sad stuff going on this week with uh, with that. Also uh, today, uh, found out Ray Liotta passed away mm -hmm. at sixty seven. Um, yeah, not not been a fun week, I guess overall. But hopefully tonight and talking about some uh, yeah. crappy new yeah. metal songs that you remember <laughs> from high school, uh, we can spread some high school new metal cheer. Yeah, but uh, Pod's boom, like you said, it was in that movie. It was in a bunch of movies. Uh, Rollerball. Grind, I never heard of that one. Biker Boys. Grind was uh, uh, I've never heard a... of any of these. No, oh, neither did I. Yeah. Rollerball well, was rollerball that uh, LL Cool J movie. I think Grind oh, was a yes, was a break yes, dancing yes. movie or like a, huh. like a step it up kind of thing. If I remember. No, right. Grind was about the the skaters, the amateur skaters. Was I it? do remember that now. Okay, no, I'm looking at the uh, I'm looking at the cover of it, and I remember watching it now. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Why? It's funny how you forget entire movies. That's how good they were. But if you look at the cover, you're like, oh, yeah, I saw that. I have no idea what it's about, but I saw it. Yeah. No. Um, yeah, POD was a, was a, I thought they were a pretty cool band. They were, I guess, uh, faith oriented, right? I mean, they were, yeah. I think they were, some of them were Christians in Christian. the group. 
Um, uh, they're pretty open and, about it. Uh, All least Sunny, Sunny is. The, yeah, 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 yeah. And, uh, like very openly, like. Wasn't wasn't very yeah. crazy, you know, like part of the lyrics. No, their their music wasn't. No, no, not at all. But uh, I think their first album, which was a little bit more on the rap side, um, had probably more references to their faith. But mm -hmm. um, this was the big one off of Satellite, uh, which is a huge album at the time. Yeah, uh, Youth of the Nation, Satellite, Boom, all came from there. So was this used in like wrestling montage? Like I feel like a pay per view probably used this song too. And uh, many times. Uh, was it one of the, why I don't like might it have been one of the No Mercies or uh, probably a Hell in yeah. a Cell or something? Yeah, well, hey, here we are. We're moving on to uh, a, a lesser known one uh, Head PE's Blackout uh, versus Limp Biscuit's Break Stuff. Mm. Uh, tough one for me because Break Stuff is such a fun song, it's such an angry song, but Blackout is also super fun. I had not heard that song in a long time. And I'm not a fan of Head PE overall, but uh, this Blackout song is is good. Hmm. Yeah, I think um, I think Breakout's I am gonna kinda, go. I was gonna say Breakout's kind of the sleeper on this one. Like it wasn't as popular as the rest of the songs on this list, but it's super fun. It was their Breakout yeah. song though. Uh, it was, yeah, and it came out yeah. what 2003, peaked at number 33 on the Billboard 200. Uh, again, versus break stuff by Lincoln Park, uh, Lincoln Park, Limp Biscuit, Limp Biscuit. Uh, which came out a couple years earlier in 2000 off of my favorite album of theirs, Significant Other, uh, which Very my good. wrestling theme song came from as well. <laughs> Nobody Like You. Great song. Uh, I'm going to go with break stuff. It's probably more iconic for me. Uh, I just screamed it in the car today with my wife, so it was fun. <laughs> um, so I'm going to go with break stuff. Break stuff definitely break stuff I'll, I'll go with break stuff as well even though i love that blackout song uh when yeah, it this came was, out this was kind of your pick you, you kind of pushed this one through so yeah i yeah i put it on my list first i i love this song um it made me go out and buy the album uh which is funny because um the band did not like this album in itself one bit uh they felt like they were really trying to play Kind of corporate america like trying to get you know just something on the radio essentially so they they hate this album um and i love it uh, i actually listened to the whole <laughs> album again today because like that album is new metal but they also did a lot of other genres like you heard a lot of like reggae um influences as well hip-hop um like every song i felt was different on that album whether or not they were just doing that to push whatever it sounded good um but I started listening to like that first album and it doesn't sound anything like what yeah. they sounded like. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, they claimed that the record label sort of pushed them in this direction because new metal was so big. Um, although in 2003, new metal was kind of on a downturn. Um, and even some outlets went as far as saying that um, head P had just become a limp biscuit clone. Um, so a lot of people just kind of dismissed it. Um you know, critically, it was panned. Uh, a lot of people didn't like it. Um, the singer dismissed it as corporate junk uh, because, again, they said they were just forced to record something in the sound to to really fit in with what was popular at the time. So, uh, yeah, probably not their favorite record. Yeah, I, I was actually surprised to realize that Head PE has been coming out with albums ever since. They just came out with an album in 22, uh, in 20, in 19, in 16, and 14. They are busy. Uh, wow. popping out albums but i had no idea they were still together 
Um, and then uh, Jared Gomes, the lead singer, ended up doing a bunch of stuff with uh, DJ Muggs and Tech Nine and Twisted uh, throughout the last couple of years as well. That makes sense. So, um, pretty cool stuff. I'll have to go back and listen to it because I do like his voice a lot. I like All right, Nine. moving on. We've got an interesting pairing. Uh, we've got Evanescence, Bring Me to Life, uh, versus Korn's Freak on a Leash. These could uh, have Andy, been... You look, you look very disappointed. <laughs> These could have been the finalists this right is, here, uh, uh, is, in all honesty. Yeah, yeah, and I'm, I'm afraid I'm afraid because my wife is a huge Evanescence <laughs> fan. Um, uh, again, though, Evanescence, I wouldn't consider... Episode. I wouldn't consider Evanescence overall as new metal, but this song uh, is considered that. It does have um, Paul McCoy uh, from mm -hmm. one of my favorite old bands, 12 Stones, 12 Stones. Um, uh, which actually is a Christian band. Mm -hmm. uh, but he did the guest vocals on this, which I think kind of makes it new metal uh, overall. Yep. But uh, we got Bring Me to Life, which came out in uh, 2003 off of mm -hmm. their studio album Fallen. Great album. Uh, and Freak on a Leash, which uh, came out actually uh, way back in 1999, yeah. uh, off of Follow the Leader, another great album. Album's awesome. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick this time and just go with Freak on a Leash, and I will reserve my comments for when <laughs> we get there. Oh, man, both great songs though. RJ, can you make this easier for me, uh, or are you gonna make it difficult? You know, I, I want to make, I, I, I'm torn too, because Bring Me to Life, you mentioned Tina. Uh, I don't know how many times we sung that song at karaoke. Um, it's such a fun song. I mean, I hate it now. When I hear it, I'm like, oh, this is terrible. But at the time, <laughs> I listened to that song for years. Um, Freak on a Leash with that, you know, that breakdown there. It's like, uh, I'm not even going to try to do it right now. Yeah, but, I, uh, I, I, I kind of want to hear you try uh, <laughs> <laughs> um I, I i did do it today in the car so um but yeah so i don't know i'm torn man um i don't know I'm, <laughs> all right all right freak on a leash for me okay oh all right you, you took the pressure off i i don't know man i think i was gonna go with freak uh, with uh bring me to life actually but really i, I um, figured you would do you, do you remember when leash. i got you I mean, that poster great. Do you remember that, guy, that poster? Uh, the Evanescence birthday? poster? Yeah. Yes, I do. Yeah. So I literally, so for RJ's birthday, I got him a poster. And I said, here. And before I opened it, I said, it's a poster of Evanescence. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> can't wait till I open it. That was just this year. Right? <laughs> um, you know, <laughs> Bring Me to Life uh, came off of their debut studio album, Fallen. Uh, Fallen, man. Bring Me to Life. My Immortal. Going Under. Everybody's Fool, all four uh, huge singles uh, for them. I love the entire album. Um, and then even before that, this is their debut album, but they actually have two or three albums prior to this uh, that were more piano-driven um, mm. and, and a lot less rock. And so if you if you have time to go look them up, uh, I don't know where you could find it, probably YouTube. Um, but all the old Evanescence albums, Origin and Evanescence, uh, are great stuff. But yeah, And, and um, we talked about uh, Paul McCoy being on the track. I, I actually yeah. recently just saw an interview with Amy Lee where that almost didn't happen and they almost didn't get signed to a major label because the label was trying to get, uh, you know, a rapper into the band full time to fit better mm -hmm. uh, with the new metal scene at the time. Again, this being towards the end of the new metal uh, 2003 kind of era. Um, and they the band actually 
walked out of the the office and they were like we're not doing it like that's not our band um eventually the i guess the label came back to them and said okay um here here's here's our counter offer uh we can get you onto a movie soundtrack and i don't remember what movie it was at the time daredevil uh, was it daredevil it might have been um so they recorded you know this one song with paul mccoy um with the rap part and that became the single um and then that was the only song that they agreed to to let him uh sing on or have any rapper on uh to begin with but it ended up being <laughs> their breakthrough hit so um but they still say they don't really regret their decision so i no i mean I like, a paul mccoy coming sorry andy i'll go ahead I'll... I, I was just gonna say <laughs> I think it was through Bring Me to Life that I ended up finding 12 Stones. 12 Stones mm -hmm. is a is a hard rock scream screamo band. Uh, I don't I don't want to say screamo, but the, the guy screams. Uh, deep voice. Uh, it sounds great. Um, and he's that's a, a Christian band. Amy Lee mm -hmm. is actually a Christian too. Evanescence was never considered a Christian band, but yeah. uh, some of their old stuff prior to this uh, was a, a bit more Christian mm -hmm. uh, in the lyrics, but. Um, uh, but but 12 stones if you have not heard them they're still around today um and they've got some good stuff um that first album uh, is really really good but um i think bring me to life was also used for wwe's uh, no way out uh, event oh, as well sure. back they, in 03 this song was everywhere um still yeah, is, I probably, so. I've yeah i've probably heard this album a million times uh it's one of those things where if it's on in the car my wife's car um i take it out um just, <laughs> i've heard it so many like so many times like i like the singles but i can't it's just mm. sorry i gotta change it well it's funny you know you mentioned it before like bring me to life there's nothing else that sounds like that on any of their albums like the rest no. of the albums are very goth rock very mm -hmm. uh opera sounding singing like it's not there's there's no nothing yeah like it's bring not, me to life after not, this. not not my vibe Sounds like I would assume there's people that are like super <laughs> disappointed after hearing the rest of the album, and then other people who are like, I'm glad it doesn't sound like Bring Me to Life. <laughs> well, hey, here we are. Moving on, we've got uh Papa Roach, Last oh, Resort. What the hell? Uh, versus Lincoln Parks <laughs> oh, in the no. end. No. No. Uh no. Papa Roach Last Resort came out in 2000 off of Ready to Rumble. Uh, and also uh, off of their album Infest. Uh, and then in the end, obviously, coming out of Hybrid Theory, which is probably uh, one of the most renowned albums of all time, uh, released in 2001. Uh, they are, I don't know, man, they're the new metal darlings, right? I mean, it's like, when you think new metal, you think Lincoln Park, but uh, this is going to be hard for you, sounds like, Andy. Yeah, these are probably my two favorite songs. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, on this list, I was kind of hoping to have these face each other somewhere else down the line. So, uh, suck. For me, I'm, I, you know, I don't, it, there's a piece of me that doesn't want Lincoln Park to just win this because I feel like that just, they're going to, but, um, but I do love in the end, you know, it's, it's, it's so good. It's so classic. Um, Mike Shinoda had a way of rapping that was much different than the rappers that we hear today. Mm -hmm. uh, it was a very smart dialogue, very um, intricate words. Um, uh, in the end, it was very formulaic, but it was, I mean, it worked, man. They came out with Somewhere I Belong uh, a year or two later, and it was the same song as In the End, where they did yeah. like the rapping with the singing in the background <laughs> uh, for the, every couple words. Uh, if, you, if you haven't 
compare those two in the end and somewhere I belong, listen to them back to back. And you're like, they just changed the words. It's the same song. It's almost um, like popular music is formulaic. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Uh, I am going to go with the formulaic in the end, though. It's it's a great song. And it's one of the ones I can sing at karaoke for Lincoln Park. You're literally cutting my life into pieces. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with the song on the record that I actually bought. And I only bought one of these. And it was Papa Roach, Last Resort. Oh, shut up, man. Ah, that <laughs> in Andy's hands here. I mean, just remember, oh, no. this was Chester Bennington. This, this was... I know who it was, is. Mike Shinoda. No, I'm trying to steer Andy back over to the, the, the good side here. This reached number one uh, everywhere. Um, it's the first new metal song to surpass a billion streams on Spotify. Mm -hmm. Not to mention every remix and demo of this song is better and great in, in its own way. Which song Remember produced the, the better memes, though? These are both very <laughs> meme-worthy songs. Yeah. <laughs> They're both very depressing songs, too. That I think about. in the end, it doesn't even matter. Mm -hmm. Cut my life into pieces. This is my last resort. That's mm. yeah, very depressing. Bracket. All right, I've made a decision. My pick is that going be to the be the right one in your eyes. Yes, it is. It'll <laughs> be the right one. I'm going with in the end. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm not surprised. Right. I'm not surprised. I, I kind oh. of like, oh, wow, man. I don't want to vote. It's a hard one. I, I, it is a, I mean, it is a very popular song. It was in the film Ready to Rumble in 2000. It topped the charts for seven weeks, became a top 10 hit in Austria, Germany, Portugal, the United Kingdom. I mean, it was all over the place. Uh, mm -hmm. And this is, a, this is a popular hard rock song about suicide. Yeah. Like, and it became like an mm -hmm. anthem. Uh, it's just everywhere. Yep. You had kids my age, like 12 years old, screaming, <laughs> cut my life into pieces. <laughs> and... The lead singer, his he was going by a stage name up until two thousand two. Did you know that? Do you no. know what he, he, oh, what was his stage like, name? Uh, Kobe Dick. <laughs> well, his name is Jacoby Shaddix. Yeah. So, which why wouldn't you just go by that? Like that's a way cooler name. Is I don't it know. Nah, I'm not I <laughs> I think it is. I mean, he's kind of cringy now, but he's he's all right. I guess. Uh, are they still doing their thing? I think they are. Yeah, yeah they just came out yeah. with uh, Ego Trip in they're, 2021. They're on tour with one of my favorite bands right now. Who's that? Uh, Don Broco. Oh yeah, you got you showed me uh, you showed me them in one of our uh, one of our, our music music uh, sharing uh, meetings. <laughs> yes, Mike and I uh, one night after Andy uh, was an old man and fell asleep, uh, we got together and. Uh, we literally uh, back and forth all night. It was like, hey, hear this song. And then we play that song. That was a good song, but hear this song. <laughs> oh, that reminds me of this song. Oh, you like that song? You should listen to this song. Uh, anything left to say about Papa Roach's Last Resort? I, I feel yeah, like I'm saying that. I'm that. Last Resort. Um, they, the only other thing that I thought was kind of interesting was uh, um, Tobin Esperance, I guess uh, is how you would say that um wrote the song with jacoby um and they said they were listening to a lot of hip-hop at the time so they were saying that this song and maybe even this record is influenced by acts like the wu-tang clan the fujis and other east coast hip-hop acts um which hmm. i don't hear it but that's what they said you know it's funny in 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 getting ready for this um 
uh, podcast here, I actually forgot that they wrote two other songs that I really like too. She Loves Me Not uh, and Scars. Uh, but She Loves Me Not, man, uh, coming off of Love, Hate, Tragedy is such a good song. Um, but the, I don't think they – Scars was probably their biggest hit. Uh, it was number 15 mm -hmm. uh, compared to number 57 for Last Resort. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, they got yeah, a little bit more um, like electronic arena rocky around that time, right? When Scars hmm. came out, was that like? Yeah, late, Scars late was definitely 2000s? more radio friendly for sure. Uh, I don't know. Scars was. I don't remember. Um, it's not pertinent to this actually. discussion. Yeah, everything's pertinent to this discussion. Uh, that's true, know. I guess. We but hey, here we are. Whatever we want. Disturbed, down with the sickness. Versus PODs alive. POD making their second um, uh, appearance in the chart. There are a couple of other bands that do the same. Mm -hmm. You might be upset about that, but mm -hmm. PODs here with Alive. Great song. Down with the Sickness. Very different songs, by the way. Alive very is a very different. positive song. Down with the Sickness literally has a part in which he screams at his mother <laughs> and hopes that she dies. <laughs> um, my favorite thing ever. Uh, currently is to watch um, watch people now, younger people, uh, listen to Down With The Sickness for the first time uh, and then get to that part. Because they're liking the song. They're like, oh, this is good. And then he's like, oh, no, mommy, no, mommy. And they're like, what the <laughs> frick is going on? Like, they are legit scared. Like, it's I'll, I'll be honest with you. I, I hadn't listened to this song in a really long time. I thought this part was, that part is super cringy like it's weird it, it's a very yeah. it wasn't about his actual mom he said no it, like, it was he felt bad about yeah. his mom having to hear that <laughs> um i i saw a funny video the other day and it was playing down with the sickness and it was um coming home after your wife had the kids all day so he comes in he's like stepping through all like this whole mess and the whole beginning is like oh shit. right and he goes in <laughs> and he goes into the bedroom and the wife's got like the kids like climbing over her and she goes oh <laughs> hilarious i the suspense up until the end like i was literally like this is one of the best videos i've ever seen it was like a 30 second little clip um uh man down down with yeah. the sickness with that you just mentioned the wah -ah -ah, that is probably the most well-known uh yes. noise in a song oh, like it just feel like it is everywhere uh and then he does like the growls afterward too oh mm -hmm. oh the whole time um I don't know. I have a negative opinion of Disturbed. Uh, personally, I went to go see them in 2004. Disturbed, Taproot, Unloco, and oh, wow. Chevelle. Um, and uh, me and my friend Dean went, uh, among many other people. Um, and man, Disturbed, they were so good live, but all he did was talk uh, about hating religion and God. Like, the entire mm -hmm. concert. Um, more He talked more than he played. Um, and... Uh, I don't know, man. The, the down with the sickness part with the mom part. I know that's cut off in the radio section. It's just yeah. weird, man. It's, uh, I'm yeah. going to go with Alive. POD was kind of like my anthem of youth group days. So uh, it, it, it brings me positivity. So I'm going to go with Alive, POD. Andy? Uh, I'm going to go with Alive as well. Okay. Ooh, yeah, I would have done the same. Right. Oh, wow. Okay. It's a yeah. Three-way for POD. All right. Yeah. Well, I mean, let's talk a little bit about uh, David Draymond, Down With The Sickness, Disturbed. How y'all feeling? I mean, we've talked about the remake by Richard yep. Cheese from yep. Dawn of the Dead. Oh, Man yeah. That's such, a great, that's such a great song. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's a better I mean, That's a better version <laughs> than the original. <laughs> I, no, well, it's unique in its own way, but I think this song is definitely um, 
get you amped up a little I, bit. I feel so less. <laughs> <laughs> Not Alice, Alice. 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 Um I, I would say there's actually a lot better songs by Disturbed. Um, I mean, because I do like that album, Stupefy. Yeah, I was going to say, I think we Stupify. forgot about Stupefy. That was their... Uh, tell you the truth, I probably would have put Stupefy on here before I put down that the was, sickness. Yeah. That was their first single off the record. Oh, okay. Uh, yes, you're right. Yeah. It was. Um, Voices, uh, another one off of there that was really good. The Game. I used to sing that at karaoke all the time. The Game. Um, and then they had an album after that, Believe, that I got super into. Prayer, Remember, Liberate. Um, and then after that, I lost them. They had like, what, five, six albums after that? They just came out yeah, with an album going. in 2019. And then they did that cover of The Sound of Silence and If I Ever Lose My Faith in You uh, yeah. with his super deep voice. Silence was really good. Yeah. I mean, this, yeah. this song made its way back into popularity um, in March 2020. What happened in March 2020? Oh, we, we were all stuck at home. <laughs> down with the sickness. We're um, all getting down with the sickness. The sickness, yeah. But that's not what uh, the song is about. No, no, that's not. Get up, come on, get down with the COVID. <laughs> nobody, nobody wanted to come down with the COVID. No, no. No. But nobody wants so down with the sickness either. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Well, but the song was about... Um, just treating everyone equally um sort of you know putting your differences aside and you know getting down with the sickness was sort of recognizing that everyone's different and just trying to you know put out a positive message believe it or not um and then the the middle part uh with him yelling at his mother was really uh the mother was you know society sort of um you know, treating treating people differently than others or treating, you know, some folks, you know, Ooh, giving that's them. Deep, man, that's deep. Yeah, it's real deep, real <laughs> deep, dude. Um, so I don't know why they went that route with it, but um, I guess that's just, you know, what came to his head. But uh, yeah, even they thought it wasn't going to be a, a huge song. They weren't going to release it as a single. Um, David Draymond even said, none of us. And I repeat, none of us. I don't care what anybody tells you. If they tell you otherwise, they're bold-faced liars. None of us intended for this to be a single. We never in a million years thought it would get through because the subject matter was so dark and abrasive and had strong language in it. There was no way. So even they didn't think it was going to be that big. But here we are talking about it. Oh, you well, know they made we're talking about it. <laughs> Yeah, we're about next to up on the down. bracket. Ah. We've got System of a Downs <clears throat> Chop Suey, uh, which comes off of their Toxicity album in 2001, mm -hmm. versus uh, Drowning Pools Bodies, which came off of uh, their album in 2001 as well. Sinner, um, which was also the theme song for WWF SummerSlam and ECW brand, uh, the WWE version, uh, for two years. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wrestling loves their new metal. They did. <laughs> That's, That's for sure. Um, I already have a choice. It's no, no, no competition. Chop Suey, System of a Down, one of the best bands of all time. Uh, Chop Suey. I listened to both today. Uh, Bodies has a great Let the Bodies Hit the Floor section, but then everything else about that song is the most annoying piece of crap ever. No way. The br Man, that the bridge, the bridge is so good. One, nothing's wrong with me. Yeah, yeah that no, part's no, kind of dumb. It sounds like the friggin', I feel like I'm watching Sesame Street for new metal. <laughs> With that bridge part, 
Nothing is wrong with me. Two. Chop Suey has the best part of Chop Suey is the whispering in the background. Wake up! Like that's the best part. Grab a brush and I made my point. Makeup. Yeah, it's Chop Suey. One. the Two yeah. bodies. Ah, ah, ah. Yeah, chop suey. <laughs> yeah, chop suey for me too. Right. Can't deny well, the greatness. I mean, let's of chop talk suey. a little bit about uh, drowning, uh, drowning pool bodies. Uh, mm-hmm. As we mentioned like earlier, to- it's been in a ton of advertisements, a ton of various films, TV programs, WWF, ECW. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike, didn't you play a show with them? I did not play a show with Drowning Pool. No, no. Oh, okay, I thought you did. No. Wow. No, that, that would have been cool. A lot more important than he was, yeah. No, no. We we were supposed to play a festival where they were playing, and then uh, we backed out. Because... He played with a group called Near Drowning Sea. No, <laughs> nope. Didn't even. No? Nope. Didn't even. Didn't even get that cool. Attempted drowning. Lake. Yes. Sitting in a bathtub. Opposites. Staying, <laughs> staying, staying afloat. Yes. Uh, sitting puddle. It was sitting puddle. Hey, another song that, despite the lyrics, is actually another positive message uh-huh. about, um, you know, just having fun in a mosh pit. And uh, when people get knocked down in a mosh pit, you you pick them up and uh, keep going. Punch them in the face and knock them But he says, let the bodies hit the floor. So, I mean, he, at mm-hmm. first you're like, yeah, pick them up, but watch them hit their, their head first. Like, let them hit the yeah. floor and then you pick them up. Well, no, it's just the body. You're supposed, to, hitting you're supposed each to catch other. them and, and cradle the head. Just the body hits the floor, not oh, okay. the oh. yeah. Oh, the so I don't know. It's just me. I'm, <laughs> I might be old, but I've never liked mosh pits because I don't like having to try to watch the band and fear for my life at the same time. Like it's just never been my thing. Like I, I, whenever something starts, I just back up. I can't. <laughs> yeah, I got. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I never went to like rock concerts or anything like that, but just getting kind of elbowed and punched in the face is kind of not my jam um mm. at least for fun uh even though we kind of did that for fun in backyard wrestling but yeah not to that extent but um no i got kicked in the back of the head by someone crowd surfing and that was not that was not fun yeah that was not lot. expecting it yeah um and then and then they dropped the girl we all caught her at, before she whacked her head on the cement but that was kind of scary um what were we talking about so uh, drowning pool? Uh, a little <laughs> bit of connection here uh so so uh drowning pool was on wind up records uh which had evanescence on there yeah. uh which had 12 stones on there alter bridge was a christian on there. Boy hits car uh were they i don't know if they I don't know, but uh, but they had a ton of great people on there. You had Hawthorne Heights was on there for a little while. Um, uh, who else was uh, Filter, Five for Fighting. Um, a lot of decent people were on that. Um, Bayside was on there for a little while. Yeah, I love Bayside. But anyways, hey, Drowning Pool off. Chop Suey has made it on. Next up, uh, we've got a sad one for me because I do like both of these songs. We've got Linkin Park. One step closer uh, versus crossfades cold. Uh, for people who don't remember crossfades cold, uh, that actually came out in two thousand four mm-hmm. uh, off their album crossfade. That's the isn't that the uh, 
Looking back at me, me, I see. Yeah. Never um, really got it right. And then one step closer, also from Hybrid Theory as well. Um, that's the shut up when I'm talking to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. That's how they say it. Uh, so, Cold was kind of a one hit wonder, right? That was on our one hit wonders list. Was it? Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah. Uh, uh, th- I think, did we put them on there? And they maybe had two songs. Or maybe. I can't remember. Uh, I don't remember. I mean, I don't know if I've ever heard anything else from them, but oh, oh, um, well, they're still putting music out. Um, but this was their first. Oh no, they came out with uh, "So Far Away." Uh, oh, that's right. After that, I think I know that one. Supposedly, they have two, four, six, eight, ten singles, but only one ever made it to the charts, which was "Cold." So technically, I think they are a one-hit wonder. Yeah, I don't know. I had this album. Yeah, and I don't remember anything else about it besides cool. <laughs> I think it was just uh, it was just it, it felt like just a typical kind of rock album to me, if I remember. Um, I haven't heard it in a very long time, but uh, this was definitely the strength of the album for sure. It was their first single from their first record. That's pretty big. I mean, I would if we could just get one hit single, I'd be I'd be fine. I'd be safe mm. for life. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, with that being said, I don't. Oh man, I don't know. You're right. Um, One step closer is not my favorite Lincoln Park song. Um, obviously, the shut, shut up when I'm talking to you is super fun. Um, <laughs> they actually had a demo version of One Step Closer, which included a really cool rap uh, right before the. Uh, no, no, that was crawling. Sorry, wrong mm. thing. Um, oh, man, anyone? Does anyone have a get uh, an actual pick on this one? I, I'm I'm still gonna I'm gonna go with Crossfade. Okay. Right. Did you vote against Lincoln Park each time? Uh, I did. I did. Are you a Lincoln Park hater? Not my favorite band. I respect them. Gosh. Not my favorite band. What's up, Deanna? Oh, <laughs> uh, RJ, what's your? I I don't know, man. Um, I I'm gonna go with Cold. I'm gonna go with. All right. Oh, the upset! I, I, you know what? I will agree. Just in the faith of, uh, in the end. <laughs> yeah, in the end, in the end's an infinitely better song than One Step Closer. Um, but I, there's so many good Lincoln Park songs that I didn't put on here just because of radio yeah, friendly we could stuff. Have, we could have really put anything in the number two spot for Lincoln Park. Um, yeah. And it could have easily gone on there. They have so many. I mean, on like just looking at their. I mean, first off, I love Lincoln Park. I've I've listened to Lincoln Park since they came out. They're what turned me from uh, listening to more uh, pop and uh, Motown uh, to more rock stuff. Was really Lincoln Park, Rage Against the Machine, um, and a, and a couple of other bands at that time. But they have had so many singles. Um, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, um, they, not to mention, I don't know how many demos and remixes and all of that that they've come out with. I mean, you had Hybrid Theory, then you had Meteora, uh, Minutes to Midnight, Thousand Suns. Uh, I kind of lost them after a Thousand Suns. They came out with Living Things and The Hunting Party uh, and One More Light over the last uh, 2010s. And uh, I didn't really get into those, but they had some live albums. Not to mention, can we yeah. talk about Jay-Z in Linkin Park? 
It was like, uh, that was probably, collision course. Yeah, that was yeah. great. I mean, was that, that album changed the whole thing. Reanimation was great too. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's songs um, that yeah, like never got released, like My December. Uh that ended oh, up yeah, getting released later on. That's probably my favorite Lincoln Park song ever. Um, that is a great song. I mean, so, listen to how many singles. I mean, Hybrid Theory came out with One Step Closer, Crawling, Paper Cut, In the End. And then Reanimation had Points of Authority. You had Somewhere I Belong, Faint, Numb, From the Inside, Breaking the Habit. Um, it's just so many. Oh, that, uh, that Numb Encore with Jay-Z. Oh, yeah. Remix. Oh, that was that's good. So good. Yep. Um, but anyways, um, this, this song... So Chester was getting a little pissed off because he had to rewrite the song like 30 times because <laughs> yeah. the producer kept telling him to uh, go back. So some of these lyrics were kind of directed towards the producer. Um, you know, I cannot take this anymore. I'm saying everything I've said before. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so, hey, I guess he got perfection out of it in, in the yeah. long run, right? Yeah, and uh, I guess the, the, demo, the demo was recorded at Mike Shinoda's house one night uh i guess he lived in like an apartment or a condo and the neighbor uh was banging on the wall um and couldn't hear any actual music just chester screaming into the <laughs> microphone <laughs> oh man every i mean it's funny I, they came out with a ton of um uh, documentaries too about making meteora about making uh, the original hybrid theory um, Mike Shinoda, we saw Andy and I saw him with uh, Fort Minor uh, mm -hmm. back at Lupo's as well. Um, I saw him on his solo cool tour uh, after the last Warp tour a few years ago as well nice. uh, as a solo act. Nice, very good. Very yeah, good. I wonder what they're going to do after the hiatus. They did mention um, continuing. Uh, they just started playing live shows again in October. Um, they are saying uh, right now they're playing live shows, but they're, they're really not, uh, there's no return currently. Um, but they, they are looking to possibly uh, do something in the future. So they haven't ever said they're, they're done. Uh, but at the same time, man, I couldn't imagine someone really taking the place of Chester. I mean, we should get like a Lincoln park journey mega group. That's what I <laughs> I mean, you know, they so Lincoln Park after right after Chester's death did have a number of people um, come in and kind of sing some songs in their own way. Can't mm -hmm. remember who who did it, but I want to say maybe some forty one uh, did a song live with them before. And um, so while yeah, like Deanna said, no one's going to replace Chester, but I think it would be really cool to see them come out live and have guest artists, you know, do some yeah. songs with them. Like Mike Shinoda does a bunch of songs where he sings and raps. He could easily do a bunch of stuff by himself. But if you want to hear a, um, a really good cover of Faint, there's um, a Japanese band called Cross Faith. Uh, and they did a cover of Faith. Cross Faith? Cross Faith. Cold? Cross Faith. Oh, Cross Faith. Okay. Uh, and the singer from another Japanese band called Cold Rain. Um, Coldplay too. Cold wow. Rain uh, <laughs> sounds a lot like Chester. Actually, uh, they could huh. they could put him in uh, Chester's uh, Chester's spot there if they needed to in a pinch, I guess. It's For like, a tour, uh, his name like Chris Martin's. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Bester Chennington. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, we're on our last uh, bracket here. We have click click boom. By saliva versus Limp Biscuits rolling. Uh, so 
I feel so like again here these songs are very similar in that they just repeat the words. Mm. Rolling, rolling, rolling. That's true. Mm. That's true. Click, click, click. So I I I was leaning more towards click click boom. Um, you know, if if it was coming up in the first round. Uh, but then when I found out how the song was written, I I'm kind of leaning away from that one. I think I have to go with Limp Biscuit on this one. Oh, I don't know about that. So I don't know if I want you to spoil it. Um click click bloom a uh, bloom. Bloom. Click click bloom. Uh click click boom uh was also a WWF uh, no mercy uh theme uh for a little while there. Uh it was also in Fast and the Furious, The New Guy, How High, Cradle to the Grave, Talladega Nights. Just took um, all my notes. So <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Every single um, one. But in saying that, I'm picking Roland by Olympus Gift. All right. I'm fine with that. I would have went with mm -hmm. click click boom. Um how was this written that swayed you so much that you didn't want to so, use it? So the band didn't write this song. The producer Wait, who didn't write of the, the song? album, what are we talking about? Saliva, didn't write this song. The producer oh. that that was the, producing uh, the album wrote this song, and the singer oh. Josie just wrote the lyrics. No one so in this what? band wrote the song. So what? That's how many people do that. I know, but ever I'm pretty Not sure new every metal other bands. I'm pretty sure every other band on this list wrote their own music. I don't know. I, I have an uh, aversion. Maybe he was like, maybe he had a pen and he was like, <laughs> and then he dropped his pen. And the producer was like, boom. Click, click, like, right. ah. <laughs> They just went through all different noises. Click, click, pow. Yeah. That doesn't sound good. No, no. Click, click, bam. <laughs> they're just, they're, maybe they're watching like old school Batman cartoons. Uh, like, wow. You think maybe no. he was like leaning back in his chair and like fell over and it made a boom sound. <laughs> they were like, oh, that's, <laughs> that's it. it. <laughs> I don't know. It's an okay song. Um, it's pretty catchy. I get, I don't know. I get tired of it. It's it's another one of those songs where I got tired of hearing click, like boom over and over again. So I, I don't know much about it. I was just looking at their discography, but it looks like they came out with an album in 21 called Every 20 Years. And it has all the songs off of uh, every six seconds, which is click, click, boom. I wonder if that is like a new version of it or an acoustic version or something like that. But I kind of am interested to hear. That but anyways, that, hey, Roland. He did that song with uh, Chad Kroger for the Spider-Man soundtrack. Oh, that's what was that song? Oh, uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, that was actually a pretty good song. I yeah, it was that. all right. <laughs> all right. That is all right. I mean, it's no, uh, what is it, Evanescence and Chad Kroger? What was that song that they oh, did? That sounds like a train wreck. Anything with Chad Kroger sounds terrible. Song. Excuse me. Nickelback gets a lot of hate. They yep. are still, they, I mean, they, they got some good songs. Oh, they're Kroger. laughing all the way to the bank, but I still don't like them. So, All the way to the Canadian bank. Yes. A. Royal Bank of Canada. All the way all right. to the bank. Look at this can of Coke. <laughs> All right, here we are. It's Crawling in the Dark by Hoobastank versus Limp Biscuits Break Stuff. Oh, boy. <laughs> it's, a, it's a Pepsi, so it just didn't, it didn't rhyme. 
Uh, I'm going to go with Crawling in the Dark. First off, Hoobastank, that album is hot fire. You have Running Away on there. Mm-hmm. You have Crawling in the Dark. Uh, and then there was the, um, uh, what's the other song? Uh, Remember Me and Pieces. Uh, such a good like start of an album. All f- The first four songs are just like super good. Um, and like I said, it's honestly my first uh, concert ever. Um, I went in there for Hoobastank. I left loving Green Wheel. If you you got to check out Green Wheel, by the way. Um, but yeah, Crawling in the Dark for me. Limp Bizkit. Oh, it's on Andy to choose Crawling in the Dark, which is every car commercial for 10 years. <laughs> just Crawling in the Dark. Can I just say the drums sound absolutely terrible on that song, by the way. That sounds what? The, the produ- not his playing. It, let me, let me. His, his playing is great. Great drummer. It sounds like he's hitting like, like plastic garbage cans with like pillows in them it sounds awful it sounds absolutely did terrible. i just make the did i just make the trailer andy with the uh oh sure. <laughs> uh all right break stuff is not one of my favorite limp biscuit songs oh. i think the songs that we put on here are not my favorite limp biscuit song oh. so i'm sorry to say that, that you're still picking hooberstank Dude, break stuff is like a quintessential new metal song. It is. It I is. mean, it is. I, I mean, it again, is. And, like we, and everyone Zoom voted against like, it. They're, they're <laughs> they don't have stank. Uh, man. Now, here's the cool part. If anybody remembers that music video where Amazing. just random people appear in it is mm-hmm. so good. I actually just watched uh, a, um, a reaction video to that from someone mm-hmm. who had no idea, and all of a sudden they're like, "Was that Snoop Dogg? Was that yeah. Doctor Dre? That Pauly Shore? Yeah, <laughs> there was, was, was some was weird Snoop people Dane. in there. Seth Green uh, was yeah. in there, uh, and then a bunch of random people uh, dressed like Fred Durst. Jonathan Davis was mm-hmm. in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but, they were on I mean, the like Family said, Values tour the year before. I like a lot of Limp Bizkit songs. I, I I haven't listened to them in a very long time, but I, but I, Significant Other, uh, Chocolate Starfish and the Hot Dog Flavored Water um, are, are both great albums for me. Mm-hmm. $3 Bill Y'all is, is a great album, but I don't I, I didn't really listen to it too much. So but, good. Um, but Significant Other, it was my wrestling theme song, Nobody Like You, uh, which is a great song on there. And Together Now, I think was on that and album as well. Now with Red Man, Man and Method Man. Oh, man. So yeah. Was yeah. Was it? I, was, I thought Red Man was on that too. Uh, I'm gonna look it up right now. It looks like it was uh, Method Man and DJ Premier. Oh, DJ, DJ Premier, yeah. Um, so good. Oh, and then their cover of Faith too. Yeah, that was that was good. Good stuff. Nookie. Yep. Nookie. Why didn't we have Nookie? So they also had DJ Lethal in their group from House of Pain. Um. Would always get his scratches in there, so that's cool. Um, yeah, I mean, for, they just came out with a new song, right? Um, yeah, d- uh, that's um, dad life dad or stuff. something, uh, yeah, <laughs> dad <laughs> stuff. That's <laughs> it's like knee high socks with holes in them and sweatpants. That's dad stuff. The, the video is pretty funny. Uh, I watched it the other day. Um, yeah, I mean, Limp Bizkit, look, listen, they get a lot of hate, um, ton. From from tons, right? Because 
I look at uh, some of the lyrics, right? It's pretty, some of them can be pretty cheesy, but they were fun. Uh, definitely new metal. I, yeah. they, they were like <laughs> them and like, and Lincoln park, right. Which are two very different groups, but yeah. Um, you know, they just, they went out there and just did their thing and they didn't care. Like, yeah, they, they were one of those popular bands at that time. They were all over MTV, TRL. Like, mm-hmm. you turn the TV on, you saw Fred Durst, like, ham it up, right, with his his baseball cap, you know, the red baseball cap. Um, and they were they were fun. Like, they had a lot of cool singles, and but there's definitely a lot of like secret um, Limp Biscuit fans. Like, they didn't want to go out. It was like almost being a wrestling fan. Like, you didn't I'd, want to tell people you're. I let everyone know I listen to Limp Biscuit. Yeah, I love. Limp I, Biscuit. I think, I think now people are like now like saying stuff on that like yeah i'm a biscuit fan like so what like they are what they yeah. are like they're, they're cool. i mean the a few years ago when they came out with like gold cobra and uh what was the record after that um or before that it was just a green cover with like fred's uh, face on it unquestionable truth yeah th- those those were garbage albums or but, results uh, may vary results may vary was absolute hot trash um but i mean those first three albums and then even even part of the the fourth one was all right but was that where they, they did the cover of that behind blue eyes song which was terrible uh yeah i saw them play that live and they also played um they played a metallica song uh and then metallica came out and played uh the same song <laughs> i don't know what limp Bizkit was doing <laughs> <laughs> well hey here we are we've got uh this is a tough one corn freak on a leash Versus Lincoln Parks in the end. I'm going with Corn on this one. That's oh, because you, you've always gone against. Lincoln <laughs> no, well, Corn like created new metal. Let's uh, let's be honest here. I, and I can't believe that Blind is not on this list. It's because I don't know Blind. Um, you know Blind. You know that song. I don't know blind. You, you always say that. I know something. And you know I that really song. Don't know it. Everyone, my right, father-in-law knows that song. That's the that's the one where it just starts out with the ride symbol going, and then the guitar goes da 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 and then he goes, "Are you ready?" Yeah, you know that song. I know you I know, know that, that song. song. No, you know that song. So no, far, I don't. Do the whole song. Uh, we'll um, listen to the. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I'm going within the end. Now that you've said that, thank you. <laughs> so now it's up to Andy again. Go ahead, Andy. Break my heart. Corn or Lincoln Park? You're about to throw out Lincoln Park altogether. There is no other Lincoln Park song. Um, There's no other. The New Metal Darlings. You're about to kick out. Be careful. We've had Freak on a Leash on a few different um, topics, right? Mm -hmm. They're on the music video. What else did we have them on? We had some. Maybe they might have been on uh, too much. Too much. Top two thousands rock rock songs, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so they've had their time to shine on our list. So in the end, for me, wow. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I, well, I, I was gonna about talk about in the end, but sorry, I, I was feeling like a freak on right a leash. Now. <laughs> uh, freak on a leash, man. Corn, uh, great band. Uh, I, I obviously I, I do love a lot of their their stuff. I, I think you mentioned it before. They did the Family Values tour, um, yeah. a bunch of times in the beginning. Were they the creators of that? I think. 
Yes. Yep. And they would bring bands like, uh, you know, Mudvayne, Linkin Park, Limp Bizkit. Um, I think even towards the end, uh, I think even Method Man, Red Man were on one of those tours at one point. Actually, the first one had Ice Cube uh, mm -hmm. and then Incubus, uh, mm -hmm. Orgy, Rom, uh, Romstein. Romstein. Um, and then in 90. 99, excuse me, they had Filter, Insane, uh, The yeah. Crystal Method, Mob Deep, Run DMC, Method Man, Red Mob Man, Deep Seven Dust. Yeah. Ah, Seven uh, Dust is great. You know what's funny is Corn uh, didn't take part in the whole tour. <laughs> they just had yeah. surprise appearances. But, just making money. Corn, um, that's how they built their fan base was through touring. Yeah. Um, says their, you know, what I found, their debut album initially sold over 700,000 copies just from their tours. Um, nice. They were on tour with like Ozzy and Megadeth, so that's pretty. That's uh, pretty cool. Um, now, like, how do you, how do you now on, tour? How do you how do you go on tour? Like, if you're on tour now, like, what do you do? You hand people or your phone with like Spotify hooked up to just it? A, and just, like, just a QR code. Like, yo, scan yeah. this QR code. Listen to my. Like, I, I haven't been to broke. too many concerts, but I do see they do have a table with merch. You know, they have all the t-shirts and stuff, but they do mm -hmm. have some CDs there. Uh, when I went to go see uh, Spoken uh, last year, they did have a couple of CDs there, if I can remember right. But I think for the majority of it, it was just like a check this out on Spotify. I, I was wondering with that, because you were saying that you're going to do some songs at your church. And I was like, oh, you should pass out CDs for the older folks. And then I was like... Oh. What about for the kids? Like, do we make like, uh, <laughs> like a, a pamphlet, like a pamphlet with like, yeah, like a QR code? Like, there's our socials right there. <laughs> pretty much. I mean, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Although, if there's a guy, uh, I'm the sorry, back, where are we? There's uh, a creepy guy the in the end, back, right? and he's like, "Yo, you want CDs? Don't uh, don't talk to him. <laughs> don't go talk to him." <laughs> oh man. Next up, we got Pods Alive versus uh, System of a Down's Chop Suey. Uh, shoot. <laughs> uh, if anyone is, doesn't uh, get that joke, call me after. Yeah, Google, Google CDs. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I'm going to go with Chop Suey on this one. I do love POD. It makes me sad to uh, kick them out, but uh, Chop Suey, System of a Down. That Toxicity album is one of the best albums of all time. Very polar opposite songs. You have Alive, and then you have Chop Suey, which is about suicide. So one feels alive, one feels like they don't want to be alive. <laughs> I mean, I just think about the fact that I can listen to Toxicity straight through. Every yep. song on that album is great. You have Amazing. Prison Song, Aerials. Needles, Deer Dance, uh, Chop Suey, Aerials, uh, Bounce. Bounce is yeah. actually uh, made a comeback for me on uh, a kids' movie we just saw recently. Um, what is that movie? That was the, the Life uh, of Pets. Secret Life of Pets. Yeah. Yes. Uh, my kids love that song now uh, because of Secret <laughs> Life of Pets. So, uh, but anyways, Chop Suey for me. You know, I know, I think we had Chop Suey on another one and you guys were like voting it through and I was getting really pissed off. Um, but I also listened to that album a lot during this time frame. My stepfather um, loved that album. So, and it was good. Uh, you some of the names that you're just coming up with for the the songs on the album. I was like, oh man, I remember those songs. It was really mm -hmm. good. Uh, and I really love Alive, but uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna surprise myself here and go with Chop Suey. Yeah, Chop Suey all the way. All right, there you go. Yep. Well, there it is. Uh, let's Sorry, talk a POD. little bit about uh, Pod. I never got to see Pod live. Um, <clears throat> I, I wanted to. Um, They're still touring. It was. Uh, 
Alive was kind of like the hit that came out right after um, uh, or right before 9-11. And so that became like a... It was released on 9-11. Yeah, this... Oh, was it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I saw July 31st, but... um, The the first single released on September 11, 2001. Nice. Yeah. That's... uh, And ironically enough, the song is about not taking anything for granted and living each day as it is your last... But again, that ended we, up becoming the most requested video on TRL in September oh, 01. I don't remember the video that much. Uh, it said, um, yeah, no, they had a video, but I guess uh, they also uh, in September of 01 performed a live uh, set uh, at Battery Park mm-hmm. uh, during TRL. So that's pretty cool. Yep. Yeah. And, and, and we spoke about, uh, you know, them. Uh, being Christian and uh, being sort of open about their faith, but Sonny always left the lyrics open to interpretation. So, you know, his, his lyrics, you know, if you are, you know, uh, if you are a Christian or you have, you know, some sort of Christian faith or, um, you know, you can obviously point to and listen and, and understand what he's singing about, but someone who, isn't religious can still listen to that music and still interpret it in their own way. And it's always a positive message in one way or another. Um, and I think Sonny's really proud of that, that, you know, kids would come up to him at shows and, and tell him what the song meant, you know, to them. And he would be blown away by other people's interpretation of his lyrics and their music. Um, so I thought that was always kind of a, a really cool thing about the band was, you know, depending on, you know, what walk of life you're from, you're always going to get something out of their music and, and it's really catchy as well. I mean, they're, they're great musicians. They're still playing, they're still recording, they're still touring. Um, so it's pretty impressive. They've been around for, you know, we're, we're talking almost 30 years now. So. Oh God, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, POD. Uh, this is kind of a cringe moment for me, but at the same time uh, has a nice memory. Uh, POD same album. They had a song called thinking about forever. Um, and I actually sung that at my aunt's funeral. Uh, so I sung a POD song at my aunt's funeral (laughs) with my friend, uh, Billy at the time who was on our podcast way back in the day. Um, so I'm sure I'm glad there was no video footage of that at the time. I think that was probably (laughs) Oh three or something. Actually, there's no video (laughs) (laughs) premiering after the, uh, no, but to tell you how cringe it was, I legit sung that song to the cd at mm. the funeral so it was just me singing over the pod song with lyrics and everything like it wasn't even a track it was just like the song uh i think i had yeah, done I, remember remember I, they, they had, had that software single. remember they had that software where you could put a, a song into it and it would try to remove the yeah. lead vocal and it would just make it sound very uh just like i don't know in like, the background <sighs> like you were yeah. missing a whole channel yeah i think i <laughs> I think I did that, and uh, so I'm glad. I'm glad no one, no one probably remembers that. But uh, it was, it was not do now. Yeah, you just, you just <laughs> uh, resurface POD, that memory. Uh, Pod is also known uh, for a little bit of controversy in the Christian world when they uh, use the f bomb in uh, one of oh, their yeah. later songs, uh, which actually is a great song, and I love when Christians swear. Uh, you have uh, Murdered Love, uh, which was uh, they dropped the F-bomb. 
And then uh, there's a band called King's Kaleidoscope. That's another mm. Christian band that dropped the F-bomb in one of their mm. later songs. And it's they say fudge. super powerful. Mm. Uh, you uh, know? Fun fact, Katy Perry used to be a, a backup singer for P.O.D. No kidding. Dang. I don't know. Even in that. one of their music videos. Yep. Wow. Okay. That's Look cool. it up. Well, hey, we're here. This is the last uh, bracket here. And then we will be in the top four. Gosh. It is Crossfades Cold, which is the sleeper hit here. Versus Limp Biscuits oh, rolling. These are both actually. Now remember, guys, we are we are we are voting based on what we appreciate, what we like. It could be what we think yeah. is more new metal. It could be just the song we love to hear, and that's why I'm going to choose Crossfades Cold. Uh, rolling is probably a more new metal song what? and probably more popular, but I would listen to Crossfades Cold any day over Rolling. Me too. Me too. Wow. Oh, we're okay. doing it. We're doing it. Right, Crossfade dang. just kicked Limp Take Biscuit roll, out. Rolling that song right out of the top eight, baby. <laughs> you guys don't I'm know cold. what you've just done. I do feel no, like I don't uh, Fred Durst is going to appear on the podcast next week. Awesome. Yeah. I would love if Fred Durst came on. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Oh I would God, want him to say, one. it's chocolate starfish in the hot dog flaming water. <laughs> <laughs> My wife's upstairs like that. So, oh, man. I reference this song oh, all man. the time, though. Uh, at like work, a chainsaw. I, yeah. What? <laughs> at, that's the other song. But at work, I'm always, you know, pe- people, are, people are like, oh, man, I'm so tired. Uh, work so busy today. I'll be like. Keep on rolling, baby. You know what time it is. <laughs> and nobody has any idea because all the kids that work for me are all like in their early 20s. And they don't even know who Limp Bizkit is. Biscuit chocolate is. starfish <laughs> in the hot dog flaming water. <laughs> oh, man. But anyways, great song. Um, oh, Roland was man. the uh, entrance theme for The Undertaker for two years. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, and again, yeah. it was... It was yeah, in WrestleMania I, 19 as well, where he I, performed it live. I try not to remember that uh, phase Excuse of the me, Undertaker. Uh, the Undertaker when he was this the American Badass, I think. Yeah, was, was when he did that, yeah. I enjoyed that that mm. part. I'm glad he went back, but I enjoyed it. It was good. Remember? Do you guys remember the Undertaker's return when he had the creepy children on the screen and yeah. it had like a hit rock song yeah. and that, that was dude all... rolled down on the motorcycle? Yeah. That's one of the best returns was, of all time. That was, and he came that, back. That, as that was all right. Cool. Yeah. Come on. So originally, anything left to say about uh, Limp Biscuit? Yeah, originally this was going to be a hip hop song, so it was originally recorded. Well, kind of, it's right. It's well, it was recorded with DMX, Redman, Method Man, produced by Swizz Beats, um, and that is called Roland Urban Assault Vehicle. And then oh, West yes, Borland, yeah, West Borland, the uh, genius of a guitarist for the band. Um, said after they heard the song that they felt like they needed to turn it into a rock song but they liked both versions so much that they put them both on the record so uh they are both on the same record yeah uh, yeah 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 uh well hey god must have been looking down at limp biscuit because they actually filmed this video on top of the south tower of the world trade center just mm-hmm. a year prior um and uh now we have Roland. so yeah <laughs> now, now we have the video to Roland. Absolutely, uh, I, don't, I don't remember uh, actually seeing that video. I need to go back now and watch it now. Yeah, apparently it was huge, huge on TRL. 
um it, it was just a larger than life video it was him driving around and i don't remember what kind of car it was some fancy car um and then yeah there was like helicopters that, flying around that what it says in your notes no he no that's not car. even in my notes i i remember <laughs> i remember doing research on the song and i i guess i forgot to put that in my notes but there was like a some kind of specific car but it was like some european car it's not it wasn't even american i don't even know it was the volkswagen fancy car yeah <laughs> the volkswagen <laughs> fancy car duh Oh man! Well, All hey, right. here we are. Yeah. We're in the top four. This Let's is keep it. on rolling. We've got Hoobastanks crawling, crawling in the dark versus Lincoln Parks in the end. <laughs> System of a Down's Chop Suey and Crossfades Cold. Uh, but before we get into that, you all know what time it is. We are here with the dad jokes. The only joke here is that Hoobastank is in the final four. <laughs> Excuse me. <sighs> it's the one new metal song on the record, and somehow it made it this far. All, All right. right. Where are we at? So Andy and I are tied. We have 17 points. RJ has 20. Uh, Ooh, I'm three points ahead. Okay. 20 yeah. points last week all right well hey andy start us andy, off strong here make me laugh uh looks like we have some new viewers as well uh let's make uh let's make paul laugh at our jokes all right if not uh it's a failure all right i will go uh, just be aware new viewers our podcast is not available on deezer no <laughs> so i will i will start it off with one that I wrote myself, just like last oh, week. Again, another one. Here we okay. go. Yeah, yeah. I figured I'd let's get one. In I there. liked your last one. Your last one was pretty it good. It was good. All right. Good. Well, then you'll hate this one. Um, <laughs> hey, did you hear that in uh, 2010, Viagra had record-breaking sales? Did you guys hear that? No, no, I didn't. No, you didn't hear that. Didn't. Oh, it was because there wasn't any more fans of Limp Biscuits. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Took RJ a second there. <laughs> no, I, I still like it. Uh, no. um, all right, well. Yeah, well, you're not voting on this one, so that's true. That's true. That's right. Well, hey, uh, I didn't tell you guys. I went to go uh, get the car cleaned. I took the truck down to uh, the Subaru dealership, and uh, while I was there, my dad came with me, and he was like looking at potential choices for a car, and he said, uh, "Cargo space." Uh, and the salesman was like, "No, car, no, do that. Cargo road." I knew that. One. I love that joke. <laughs> <laughs> All right, RJ, you begrudgingly get my. Uh, I liked. Nice. I liked your nice. joke, Andy. But yeah, you should have went with your gut feeling and. Uh, <laughs> a different I, joke. Didn't, <laughs> I didn't like his joke. I didn't, I didn't Andy like said. It. Andy said before you, you know we were talking before. He's like, "Hey, I wrote another joke this week, but I, I think I need to find another joke." And I was like, "Nah, man, just roll with it. Just you know, it's your joke. <laughs> you should give me points for giving me a vote of confidence." <laughs> <laughs> all right all right rj uh, let's go you know what i uh I, I had a joke and my phone just restarted so hold on hilarious um it's the thing i've ever yes. heard <laughs> well my grandma my grandma always used to say an apple a day keeps the doctor away i don't know if that's true or not or if it's just one of granny smith's i get 
Uh, granny's myths. I got it. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I got it. See, uh, at least when it's a garbage joke, I wrote my own garbage joke. <laughs> Listen, mine's not going to be much better. All right. My phone's, <laughs> I had to get a new joke. My phone just. Oh, okay. Just, oh, all right. Um, did you guys know that Disney's uh, Hall of Presidents replaced one president with a large neon light in the shape of the letter A that just flashes on and off? Uh, the president they replaced was a blinking. <laughs> a, I didn't like mine, but it was better. A than that. blinking. Uh, a. Can I vote for my own joke? <laughs> a. I feel like blinking. I feel like I should give you both negatives. And... <laughs> Granny's myths. Yeah, no, I don't like that one. I'm gonna go with my. Do we need to? Do we need to redo our? Uh, do we need to redo uh, our, our thing here? No, like skin. Mike, Mike got my vote. All right. Thank you. Thank you. What? Thank you. Thank you. This well, one's uh, uh, this one's an one. this one's an audio joke. Ready? What? Two soldiers are in a tank. One looks at the other and says, That's <laughs> I'm glad. Like you must have practiced that sound. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> no, nothing. I thought I was gonna get more of a reaction I, than that. I laughed a little bit, and I said it was stupid. <sighs> Saying it's stupid usually means it's a good thing. Guys, I hate you. Guys, did you hear the news that Fred Durst rear-ended someone at a stoplight? Onlooker said it looked like he was gonna break, but he just kept rolling, rolling, rolling. <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> uh, At least some effort you know, went into my joke. <laughs> mine did too. I found that. Did you write that one too before the show? No, no. Okay. Well, I, I mean, I, I love that it was topical. I do love that it was topical. I went, I'm, I'm going with the topic. Mike's Mike's made me say that was stupid, <laughs> so he, that gets points. Hey, uh, so I'm gonna go with Mike on that one. Hey. Well, listen, guys. Hey. After all is said and done, I hate you both. <laughs> you can't hate me. We're family. That's true. Well, we're back here in the top four. We've got Hoobastanks crawling in the dark versus Lincoln Parks in the end. This is where it gets real. Uh, I, mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to go with in the end, Lincoln Park. Uh, Crawling in the Dark is a great song. I love it. Love the album. Love Hoobastank. Um, they even came out with that crap album afterward, The Reason. Uh, oh, so bad. Which, you know. I mean, I like The Reason at the time. I just nope. can't. But they had Out of Control. Did you ever hear Out of Control? Out of Control was great, yeah. That was that on was the first record, song. though. No, that was on the second. That was on The Reason. That was on The Reason? Are you sure? It was, at least according to Wikipedia currently. Mm, uh, might, it was their first right. single off of The Reason. Uh, it was number nine on the modern rock charts, and it has that crazy vocal where he's like, I'm out of control, I'm out of control. Like, I do remember good. that. Um, but anyways, mm. in the end. Like mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Andy. Oh, man. I forgot my way better joke that I had. <laughs> I just saw it, and I was like, damn it. That would have won. Um, yeah, it's it's in the end for me. 
Yeah, I also would have chosen in the end for this one. Wow, wow so you, was... you dissed Linkin Park the entire thing, and then Hoobastank comes along. I, no, like, oh, hey, well, hold on. I, I did not once diss Linkin oh, Park. Oh, hold on now. I never once said I just like Linkin Park. <laughs> oh, man. Well, hey, uh, let's talk a little bit more about uh, Hoobastank. Uh, it sounds like uh, as much as you, you may or may not have liked Hoobastank, you definitely didn't like them when they came out with the reason. I did not. No, no, I did not. But I did like this first album. Uh, I acquired this album uh, in the computer lab at high school because someone left the CD in the computer uh, and I took it home. with me. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what is this? I don't know what this is. Who bust stank? It says stank on it. So it's yeah, kinda... uh, I took it home, listened to it. It was cool. It was a good record. Um, but again, this is like their only you know, new... one kid yeah. was like, I lost my <laughs> where my where my <laughs> I left it in the computer lab. Um, their own, like, I, I would consider this their only new metal song. Um, but it was the first song on their first record, mm-hmm. even though they were called Huba Stank, but it was spelled H O O B U S T A N K before this. Uh, they used to play local shows around there, around there, yeah, around their neighborhood with Incubus. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, yeah, I, I, I like them. Hoobastank, uh, it's funny, there really isn't a uh, there's a variety of explanations, uh, talking about how it could have been a mispronunciation of a German street, uh, it could be <laughs> slang for someone who owns many sneakers, uh, <laughs> or a word the band just came up with. While they were joking around. Um, but yeah. Uh, in the end, has made it into our top. Uh, we are down to Chop Suey by System of a Down versus Cold by Crossfade. Listen, listen, I'm going out on a limb here. I'm not, I don't know if it's a, maybe that's not the wrong, right terminology, but uh, <laughs> cold for me. Cold is going to be my wow. pick. Really? Over Chop Suey? Yep. That's what I said. Wow. All right. That's because you guys didn't vote for any of my jokes. I'm going to go with Chop Suey on mm-hmm. this one, System of a Down. I do love Cold, but Chop... It, it, my background to this is System of a Down has rarely come out with a song I didn't like. Cold is literally the only song I know from Crossway. True. So I'm going with Chop Suey. Overall, better song. Yeah. Chop uh, Suey. Deanna also agrees with me. Chop Suey, no doubt. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. No, no. It was uh, System of a Down. No, oh, no. oh, sorry. Sorry. This wasn't Gwen yeah, Stefani? Yeah. They had just a girl. That was uh, that almost made it on the new metal. Audience. Cold reached number two <laughs> on the Billboard Modern Rock tracks. Mm-hmm. It spent 46 weeks on the list. So this was a huge hit. Was. Um at that time it was the longest running hit in the charts history until <clears throat> the kill. Um 30, 30 seconds, seconds to Mars. Mars. Yeah. Mm. Amazing uh, song. Crossfade had other names before settling on Crossfade. I always like to dig back and see what they yeah. were called. Um, they had The Nothing, which I think mm-hmm. is pretty decent. Yeah. Uh, but my favorite is uh, Sugar Daddy Superstar. That's <laughs> that's a lie. That's a lie. You made that up. <laughs> Sugar Daddy song. Superstar? I found it on Song Facts. So, maybe, <laughs> so allegedly. That sounds, allegedly. That sounds legit, yeah. Um, you know what's funny is that the last album that Crossfade came out with uh, was um, 
2011. And then ever yeah. since 2011, all CrossFit has done is say, hey, we're coming out with another one soon. <laughs> and they've done nothing well, since the 2011. The, uh, not the singer guitarist, but the other guitarist is actually a session musician in Nashville and plays oh, for nice. uh, Howie something. Howie Day? Oh, okay. I remember Howie yeah, Day. Yeah, he's the guitarist for Howie Day. Say? Collide? Maybe. Yeah, um, that sounds about right. It's funny. 2018, uh, the former Puddle of Mud drummer joined Crossfade. Mm. Uh, and then in 2018... Uh, the lead singer just released his own solo stuff. So I'm not sure what they're doing currently. Um, but yeah. They're all well, writing are. material, uh, just all in different places. Can't wait for I'm not surprised by this, but we have Linkin Parks in the end. System of a Down's Chop Suey. System of a Down, probably not known for being new metal uh, throughout their career. Um, but this song definitely uh, fills that in for sure. I would say their um, first three albums you could consider new metal. Mm. Mm. <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, let's talk about Lincoln Park. In the end, Lincoln Park again. Uh, I'm going to call them it again. It's they're the new metal darlings. Uh, it's just you can't think of new metal without Lincoln Park. But uh, yeah. <clears throat> this was obviously a huge hit off Hybrid Theory. Hybrid Theory sold. 5 million copies, 14 million worldwide. But it was also one of the most pirated albums as well. Yep. So um, they think it was around 5.3 million downloads of that album. Um, wow. I would say that that probably led to more album sales. Um, in my opinion, I know piracy is not a cool thing to do, but I think in those days you kind of like want to hear it before you went and bought it. And I mm -hmm. think once they heard probably how solid of an album it was, in my opinion, one of the greatest rock albums uh, of at least in my generation that I've ever heard. Um, hybrid theory is, uh, is up there. So it definitely led me to go, go buy it. So um, yeah. And Chester almost didn't, he, he didn't want the song as a single either. Um, but others convinced him and he basically said he decided he doesn't know what the F he's talking about. Yep. Uh, when it comes to picking singles. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> you know, what's yeah. funny is Lincoln park. I mean, honestly, they've come out with so many versions of so many songs in the end has so many demos, so many remixes, and I love all of them. Uh, they do it with a ton of other ones. If you, if you go back and listen to some of the demos of, uh, they actually just released on Spotify, all the demos for hybrid theory again. Um, so you can go and check out some of the, the demos of Crawling. The demo of Crawling is better than the original Crawling, if you listen to the demo. So good. Um, not to mention this album was remixed for Reanimation, uh, which is another great album uh, where they got together with so many good people um, on that one, including Korn, uh, Jonathan Davis, uh, Aaron from Stained, um, and then a bunch of rappers uh, that I can't remember uh, <laughs> off the top of my head. but bunch of rappers. Um, I mean, <laughs> I just had it, and now I'm talking to you, and I lost it. But uh, but it was it was super good. Oh, it was uh, uh, Black Thought, uh, mm -hmm. Pharaoh, uh, Monch, I think Monch. it is. Um, that one, it, when he does the Forgotten, I think it is. Super good. Uh, yeah, let's talk I, about System of a Down. Yeah, Unless you have something to say. Sorry. I would, I would like to point out that both of these songs uh, are about suicide which is strange 
that both of these songs ended up here at the end. I don't know if that means something about <laughs> our taste in music. Um, but uh, metal, uh yeah, but um, very emo-ish, you know. Yeah. So chop <laughs> we're, we're emo even in our new metal pit. Yes, that's right. <laughs> um, I I recently watched a um a short documentary about Chop Suey, how the song, um they didn't have the lyrics uh completed even when they were recording the album they had a lot of the music done um but um surge the singer didn't have uh you know all of the lyrics finished in uh more specifically the bridge the um the father do you commend my spirit um why have you forsaken me um i guess uh you know at, at that point rick rubin who was producing the album legendary music producer um basically said why don't you guys all come back to my place we'll eat some lunch blah 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 um and then told serge to go into his library and just pick a book off the shelf and start reading it for you know maybe some sort of inspiration and he picked up a book uh that happened to be the bible and just opened to some random page um and then saw you know a bible verse um which you know sort of lends itself to you know some pretty cool lyrics i guess whether you're religious or not there's some great stories in the bible um but uh yeah it, he took that and sort of just molded it into his own lyrics uh and made it fit the song uh and uh, that's how we ended up with the the great uh verse chorus bridge of that entire song which i thought was really cool it's a nice. pretty awesome nice. song sorry. yeah not sure i heard that uh, System of a Down, it's great. Toxicity, uh, Mesmerize, and Hypnotize mm -hmm. uh, all hit number one. Uh, the the one that hit number 15 is actually one of my favorite albums. It's called Steal This Album. I love that album. Uh, Steal Bubbles. This Album is a great, great album. Uh, Inner Vision was their single off of that one. Not one of my favorites altogether, but you had Boom on there. You had American Dream Denial on there. And my favorite was uh, Roulette. It was like an acoustic song mm -hmm. uh, that is is super good. F the system was another really really good song. I liked I liked uh, the opener, Chicken Stew, just because it was yes. absolutely ridiculous. It's and, such a uh, great great one. Yeah, awesome album. Uh, Streamline was another really really good one. They, their harmonies are so good. I think uh, between uh, Surge and Darren. I think Theta Waves is my favorite song on that album. It's a good one too. Yeah. Well, here so, we are, guys. We've got Lincoln Parks in the end versus system of a downs chop suey where do we stand well it's probably no surprise to anyone that i just spoke about how much i liked system of a down and all of my favorite songs uh, so i'm going with chop suey right off the bat here all right well i'm going to oppose your view and go with the band that everybody thinks of when they think of new metal and Lincoln Park in the Limp end. Biscuit was already eliminated from this list, Andy. I hate to tell you. Uh, some would say that they are the new metal darlings. <laughs> I'm gonna go within the end by Lincoln Park as well. Oh. Okay, <coughs> <laughs> again, making himself sick with his own choices. Well, here we are, Lincoln Park in the end is our new metal song of the new metal times of the genre. <laughs> in the times of the metal of the new 
Uh, I'm not surprised by that. I I, I kind of thought Lincoln Park would take it, um, but at the same time, I, I don't know. Maybe I am a little surprised. System of Down made it so far. Uh, I don't technically uh, think of, of them with new metal, but it makes sense. Cold made it a lot further than I thought it would. So that's yeah. Cool. I think the yeah. uh, bracket was very kind to System of a Down. I feel like uh, Randy right Miser um, weighed <laughs> the left side of the bracket very heavily. Wow. If they were up against uh, Last Resort. I think it would have been different. I still would have chosen Chop Suey. Really? Chop Suey. Chop Suey is amazing. But um, what about bands that were not on here? We didn't have any stained on this list. Mud Shovel's a great song. There was no Mud Vein on here. That was a good song. I don't know Mud Vein either. You know know the Berber Ding, Berber Ding, Berber Ding. You know that song. Yep, you know that song. I listened to a couple of these songs thinking I might, but I did not know. I did not know a lot of them. Um, I had so many songs that you guys Adima, just giving in completely. Adima, yeah, Adima is really good. I didn't know the Adima song either. I did. Oh that my up. gosh! Yeah. What? And we um, we even we mentioned oh, Taproot and completely forgot yeah, about Taproot. Yeah, Poem, Taproot. I had that on there. I, Poem was I, a great I did song. Too. Mike, did you did you have that on there? You're the one who forgot, Mike. I, I guess I did. Uh, <laughs> um, Seven Dust Mud, Black. Med, yeah, Mudvayne Dig. Skindred? Yep. Why do we not have Skindred on here? Uh, like I don't like RJ, oh, did you not know Union Underground? I have Union Underground across the nation yeah. that was on there. There's no uh there's no slipknot on this list either. Oh, Wait and bleed was I, a great I poem. hated Slipknot, I'm sorry. Oh, um I had uh I had Chevelle on there with uh the red. Mm-hmm. I had uh Flyleaf, I'm so sick. Um I yep. had uh Godsmack on there, whatever, and I do you stand remember alone. El Nino? We'll go around. away. I've heard of them, but I didn't know them very well. Incubus Drive. I ever do. Go um, away. You did. I had like had nine Butterfly. Park songs. Crazy Town. I no. did have them on there. <laughs> Crazy yeah, Town yeah. is so bad. Uh, Alien <laughs> Ant Farm movies. Is. I did I have movies on there too. Mike did not have movies on there. No, list. that's not a new metal song. We had no Power Man Five Thousand or Static X on here. I don't I know either of those bands. Power uh, Power Man Five Thousand. I had stained for you all on there. I had Trust Company. Well, I don't know why we didn't have Trust Company on here. Uh, mm. Downfall. Great no Soul. You had it on there. Mike. No Soulfly either. I know. I know. We've been indifferent on this one, but Trapped Headstrong was. A Trapped good. Headstrong was on my. Or Trapped Headstrong was on my list, but then I uh, just hate them. So yeah, that wouldn't have made it very well, far. There's a lot of artists that have been on our list that's true where we have to we actually it's funny right. this 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 podcast has made me hate more people than when we started <laughs> we true. do the research and i'm like oh that guy's way worse that guy's a piece of trash yeah I never want to talk about that person saying, again still tears in heaven anyway allegedly allegedly that, guy, allegedly that guy is a piece of trash that's right <laughs> but hey uh it is this is our one of our longer episodes so thank you for for sticking yeah, with us through it um uh but uh, we do have some news for you guys. Next week is our finale episode of season three. Uh, so if you've enjoyed the season, we thank you. Uh, this is our third season. Mike joined us, uh, I think, maybe once or twice in the first season. Mm-hmm. And then we made him uh, permanent in the second season. And mm-hmm. our show got infinitely better uh, with, with him on the show full time. Uh, now we've just finished season three, <laughs> which I thought was a lot of fun. Um, so uh, next week is our finale episode. So please join us uh, for next week's episode. Uh, and then we have a couple of episodes we haven't released yet. So even though our finale is next week, I think there'll be two more weeks of releases of some of our older uh, stuff, including this uh, episode mm-hmm. and, and the next week. So 
uh, and we'll keep in touch. Uh, but we usually take a small hiatus in between, um, and so we'll, we'll we'll make sure we keep you guys in the loop mm-hmm. as to um, you know if and when we return ever. Um, but season, <laughs> us, us old guys uh, need a break sometimes, you know. That's true. We got some families at home, and it's the summer and all that deal. So, uh, mm-hmm. but hey. Uh, we will stay in touch. We don't want you to forget about our faces uh, and our voices. So uh, <laughs> thank you for joining us again. You didn't ask for it, uh, but we're here anyway. You got me a hello. You got me a hello. You got me a hello.